Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party. This is a time where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here this week with Pastor Brian. Hey everybody. Pastor Brian continued our series, In Plain Sight, where we're looking at Matthew's account of the birth of Jesus, where he's focusing on the fulfillment of prophecy from the Old Testament at the coming of Jesus the Messiah. So Pastor Brian, why don't you tell us briefly what your message was about, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, as I studied the, the passage that was that, that I was assigned to, which was really the incredible story of the baby Jesus, no more than two years old, the toddler, right, um, having to flee to Egypt because Herod's about to kill him, and he's really like closing in on him, and just to see how how God's provision is on full display in that moment, God's protection, um, and actually sends him of all places to Egypt, and so. Uh, before I kind of got into uh, just the the realization of that incredible story and, and talked about God's protection, even in our own lives and how, how we can apply it to our own lives, I really wanted to kind of delve into, like, we need to remember we're reading in Matthew, and Matthew was speaking specifically to the Jews. Yeah. And so there's really, when you, you need to understand that context to mm-hmm. really understand that whole passage. And it, it really did push us to go deep into the Old Testament because uh, Jesus's, or I'm sorry, Matthew's phrase to fulfill what the prophet said out of Egypt, I called my son. If you read that he's alluding to Hosea 11, you realize uh, this doesn't sound like he's talking yeah. about the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to answer that question. Matthew says it's to fulfill. So how is it a fulfillment? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was a, it was a fun uh, discovery of, of just seeing how, and you know, we know this, but how truly there's a common thread throughout uh, the Old Testament, and uh, his name is Jesus, and yeah. he's all throughout. Uh, we see it in you know on every page. Um, if we if we can look and read like the early Christians did, that's how they read the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. There was a, a real understanding that the Messiah is is hidden in plain sight. Yeah, yeah that's really great. Uh, just thinking about that, uh, I know Saint Augustine says that uh, the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Yes, and it, yes. it really is all about. Um, the Old Testament is pointing to Jesus who would come, and, yeah. and that's what we're discussing. Um, I like how you drew out uh, this idea of God's protection and providence of the baby Jesus and his small family. Um, and I, I think it really ties with his humility uh, and the lowliness of him coming as an infant mm-hmm. and then being entrusted to Joseph and Mary in yeah. their care. Um Maybe we can talk a little bit about about how God chose Joseph and Mary to yeah. raise Christ. That's yeah. amazing to me. Uh, the Jews expected Jesus to come as an adult, as a conquering king, yeah. but he came as a lowly infant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And, and some expected it and some maybe knew about it, but didn't want to believe yeah. that their Messiah would first come as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is truly beautiful how you know God entrusts the most his most prized possession, right? His, yeah. his only son, uh, uh, the essence of himself uh, to um, a woman and a man, not even yet married, mm-hmm. you know? And so just even, yeah, just to take a look at, at the life of Joseph and everything that he would have to go through, you know, maybe the, 
the the thoughts that could come and he, only by relying on what God was telling him in dreams yeah. could he like find that strength and he did and he found that strength to just be obedient and Mary also just a great proof of, of just obedience to the Lord and this um, this young couple uh, was the couple that that God chose for for Jesus and you know God never makes mistakes it was the right choice um, because God knew that that Joseph would be listening. Uh, at every turn, he would not just do whatever he wanted. And when the angel of the Lord would speak, he would obey and listen. And so when he takes, he's told to even go to Egypt, that that's what he does. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make right. sense to go to Egypt for the for the Jewish family. Um, and yet that's where uh, that's where he's sent. And little did he know it was it was going to be a way of revealing in the Old Testament um, Jesus the Messiah, even there. Right. Yeah, it's, it's cool because uh, as you were talking, I was thinking about how uh, the scripture in Matthew says that Joseph was a righteous man, you know, and, and that's that's the kind of person uh, maybe who who who's listening for God. Uh, that's the kind of person that God really can use to, to do great things. And then I also think about how Mary, she treasured everything the angel told her in her heart. Yeah. So so they had these these truths, these prophecies, um, these things spoken by the angels to them. Uh, to lean on as they were raising Jesus and maybe maybe wondering like when will this actually come to pass yeah. you know it, it would give them strength yeah absolutely yeah. um so there's this theme of obedience I think that that is really prevalent in the in Matthew's account of the coming of Jesus um, and you unpacked how Matthew points to Hosea uh, to show this type anti-type mm-hmm. um, uh, connection between Israel and Jesus can you unpack that a little bit yeah, what what was really important for me as I was I was studying through that is to try to answer that question: How is this a, a prophecy? Because when mm-hmm. you give the definition of a prophecy, it's always looking forward. It's yeah. it's a prediction. You know, every other prophecy up till now that we had studied together as a church, you know, whether at Isaiah or in Micah, it's it's predicting. You know, and so everybody's aware of it. Okay, he's going to be born of a virgin, whatever that means, mm-hmm. and he's going to be born in in Bethlehem. All right, we know this. But but this specific passage, it's it's really at first it's kind of like, well, is is Matthew kind of pulling strings here? Is he trying to like, you know, oh, he came out of Egypt. Oh, well, the, Hosea says this at some point. You could think that until you realize, wait a minute, this is like almost more impressive and more compelling compelling than a prediction Mm -hmm. because what Matthew is revealing is again, just the sovereignty of God through it all. And he's revealing a bigger picture of, of, of of the Messiah that the Messiah would do what God's son Israel couldn't do. Mm -hmm. Like when you, when you look at it that way, like it takes you all throughout Israel's history. And in fact, it's so amazing when you read in Matthew, it all jumps at you when you realize that Matthew is, is choosing specific parts of Jesus's life Mm -hmm. And he's doing it in such a way it's actually following the order of Israel's history. It, like it's incredible uh, when you look at it that way. And, and Jesus or Matthew is making a point. He's wanting to show uh, the Jewish people that Jesus is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you when you realize the, the strength of that passage, not so much predicting the Messiah, but revealing by looking at Israel's past. The, that the Messiah, this is what he was called to do, what Egypt what, or Israel couldn't, he would yeah. do. Like that, then that applies to us because right. we're like, man. So yeah, and, and and I even said it like, 
you know, before we go on blaming the people of Israel, like if we were there at that time, we would right. have made the yeah. same mistakes. Mm-hmm. We would have worshipped the same gods. Like no one is exempt from from mm-hmm. from that. Israel represents humanity trying to do things on their own, not depending on a god that they actually do know. And so, man, once once that became real to me, I was like, man, this is this is actually so beautiful because it's 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 more than just a prediction. Uh, it's it's actually revealing something that was that was actually hidden to even the Jews, but think about it, hidden also to the devil who wanted to destroy, uh, you know, J- Jesus, get rid of the Messiah, and so then it like it expands it even more because you're like, oh wow, so now he's that's why God sent him to Egypt, but it doesn't make sense. But no wonder it's good that God sent him to a place that doesn't make sense because that means that the devil who is trying to find out the clues just like the Jews. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't get, he wouldn't get it either, you know? And yeah. so then I, I shared um, a non-biblical kind of other perspective view of what maybe was going on mm-hmm. with the devil and his yeah. minions and just kind of have a little fun with that. But man, like just the, the, the choice of going to Egypt in itself just didn't make sense. And so that's how we can apply it to our lives because it doesn't always make sense. Things that happen to us, can we trust God in that, mm-hmm. in that process and in that waiting? Yeah, that's really good. Uh, and it's, um, Speaking of Egypt as a place of waiting, you really went into this idea, and, and I thought it was uh, a really good um, way to look at Egypt. Because when, when we think of Egypt, especially Old Testament, we're thinking, okay, the exodus right. of Israel. Uh, well, we just talked about how Israel is a type of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. And so that's exactly what, uh, so what Egypt was in the Old Testament Matthew is telling us it's different with Jesus. Exactly. And so yeah. instead of Jesus, um, you know, being in slavery in Egypt, Jesus goes there for protection yeah. and for waiting. So it's, it's just <laughs> so really crazy. cool. Um, and, and what blows my mind is how uh, from the time of the Old Testament until the time of Jesus' birth, God had caused Egypt to become a place mm-hmm. where Jews could go to escape political yeah. uh, persecution. Right. And there was a strong Jewish community there. Mm-hmm. And then I think of the, the um, providence of God with the wise men bringing those gifts mm-hmm. that would yeah. sustain them while they're, yeah. they're in Egypt. It's just so amazing to me, um, God's provision while they were in, in yeah. Egypt, isn't it? It's so, it's so cool. Yeah. Again, showing God orchestrating everything from yeah. the start, yeah. you know, and, um, I don't know when I when I look at that story with with the big bird's eye view, it just makes me f- like the wise men fall in worship before God yeah. once again that He has everything under control, and you know you know how that expression you know it ain't over till uh, that lady sings mm-hmm. like it's not over until God says it's over mm-hmm. and whether it's for our own life uh, or even just the world in general and so if we could just walk through life with that confidence that it's not over until God says it's over. Um, And that, you know, that God's will will come, come to Mm -hmm. come to be, and it won't be maybe how we expected, but it makes sense because, and this was what spoke to me too. If, if God revealed himself in ways that made sense, well, guess what? We have the enemy (laughs) fighting, trying to, uh, vouch for our attention don't you think he'd be waiting at the same yeah. spot and so it's like learn to trust god who works in in mysterious ways mm-hmm. because it's a mystery if it's a mystery to you it's a mystery to the enemy trying to destroy you right. yeah you know yeah it's almost you know um 
the series is called In Plain Sight. Well, it, it's more like God's plan was hidden in plain sight. Like if you could just look close enough, you would see yeah. it, right? Once and, you get some yeah. ideas, it makes all sense yeah, in the world. It makes the sense. Yeah. And um, so, there, you know, there's two ways I can kind of look at it. Like if if it was plain to everybody, like just written out, like this is exactly what will happen. And, and you know, we're, we're like this out of Egypt from Hosea. Like if that was more explicit, you know, mm-hmm. um, then – Yes, the devil would try to stop it mm-hmm. at every step of the way, but then also we might attempt to make it come to pass yes, and then absolutely. mess things up as well. Point, and right. so, so I think it's God's yeah. providence and His sovereignty to mm-hmm. to keep it hidden until the right time, yeah. and that time is Jesus coming, yeah. and that time is now yeah. with Him risen, seated in heavenly places on the throne, and with Him coming again. It's yeah. so amazing. That's a great point that you that you that you bring up about. I alluded to it. I alluded to it a little bit second service, but that idea of um, the risk of us taking things in our own hands, yeah, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. and so where God wants us, I said that was my second point. I think is He wants us dependent on yeah. Him, and dependent on Him is not a weak position. Mm-hmm. It's where yeah. God wants us. Yeah. If if we could be that that person in our relationship with God that just relies on Him. It's not a sign of weakness. It's a. It's like Joseph. What was Joseph? Joseph was always relying on God. Mm-hmm. That's why he could listen. And when he's off to sleep and he's dreaming, he can recognize this is a this is a legit dream. It's not right. my own fantasy. It's not what I, you know, ate last night. This is this is mm-hmm. from the Lord, and I'm going to listen and I'm going to obey. But it's, it reveals a true dependency on God that I think that sometimes. When we don't have that dependency, that's what gets us in trouble. Right. That's why we sometimes end up in a place of waiting yeah. because of, of bad choices. Yeah. Like how I explained, there's the place of waiting that God just sends us to. Mm-hmm. He has a plan. We trust him. But there's other times we end up putting ourselves there. Right. Um, and so thankfully, God's grace is so amazing that he can always bring us back. But mm-hmm. the key is truly that dependency on, on him. And, and I love what you said. It's for fear of us taking things in our own hands and we ruin it every time we do that. So for sure. And and that's the whole point why Jesus had to come to be the, the new Israel that gets things right. You know, so exactly. Yeah. Any, any final thoughts as we close our time together? No, man, just, uh, you know, we two brothers just worshiping God for, for his provision and his, um, just how he orchestrates everything. And, um, maybe I can just pray. Yeah, this sounds great. Lord, I, I just want to pray right now for whoever's uh, listening and um, just thank you. Thank you for orchestrating everything from the beginning. Lord, nothing was lost to you. And um, just like you did that for your your son, uh, who would end up being the, the, the redeemer of, of the world. And, you know, what you said came to pass, Lord, and it is finished, like Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, it is completed, it is done. Now, Lord, in you, we can continue to experience through you, Jesus, uh, that kind of freedom. But sometimes, Lord, when we're placed in those times of, of waiting, we can almost forget. We can almost go back to Egypt, uh, which is really a place even of, of dependency on self, Lord where we uh, get lost in our own bad decisions. And I just pray, God, that you would help whoever is listening right now that may have been relying a little too much on on themselves, Lord, to just surrender and give it to you and know that you're in control and know that you have the last word. And Lord, that there would just be a great sense of peace, even in this season, Lord, um, uh, as as we look to you. Lord, uh, there's promises that 
may or may not come or they'll come how we don't expect them to. Our job is just to look to you. And it just so happens that that's the one place the enemy won't look. And so we're safe there. We're safe there, Lord. So we, uh, we want to put our trust in you, God, and uh, see um, your will come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thanks, Pastor Brian. My I pleasure. for today, that's, that's a wrap. wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, We'd love to hear about it, so please drop us a note.